This is it, people. This is what you've been waiting for. This is Everyday Celebrity Podcast. The podcast for everyday people with everyday problems trying to find everyday solutions to accomplish everyday goals. Let's start the show. You, 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 you. Welcome to another episode of Everyday Celebrity Podcast, the number one podcast in Oakland, the number one podcast in the Bay Area. Today we have a special guest. She is one of the top bartenders in the Bay Area. She is a songstress, and she is, I don't know, She's. we're going to find out some more shit about her. Um yeah, and find out why she's an everyday celebrity. So welcome, Mia, to the podcast. Sweet. Thank you for having me. How are you doing this evening? Good. Good. It's good to be back in Oakland. I miss it here. Yeah, you told me before we were recording that you moved. Yep. To the bougie place. Yeah, it's interesting transition. I To move from somewhere with like all the culture you could ever want <laughs> to somewhere with zero mm-hmm. um but i moved somewhere to go like be peaceful and be kind of like in my solitude and so it's perfect mm-hmm. for that what uh caused the move i mean you said it was peaceful like what, what was going on uh i needed to do, like do a reset i um spent like a good chunk of years in oakland and it was amazing but like myself i was like kind of getting myself into trouble and it was like all piling on and just like it was like too many bad situations after another and I was like in a pattern and I was like okay I need to switch up everything all right so now I'm uh very curious (laughs) what were you getting in trouble like what were you doing uh I don't know I just kept having like and it's all because of just like choices I was making but just like was having like you know bad situations i was always like trying to get over some weird shit that was like happening to me can i cuss or yeah. try not cuss? um yeah some weird whatever that was going on and like i was just like, like trouble with the law trouble with boys friends what i was yeah i was getting in trouble with like the law and trouble with boys uh mm-hmm. my friends were cool all my friends who are out here i love them still mm-hmm. don't really see anyone much anymore but mm-hmm. uh yeah. Oh, I have like the worst taste of men. And I was like, <laughs> just like dating the same like lunatic after another. And um, yeah, I just had weird stuff happen. I had like someone break into my house while I was out here. I had like guys that I was dating that just were like nuts. Mm. I like um, when I finally moved out of my apartment, I did it like really abruptly and like to because just like too many people knew where I lived and mm-hmm. like, um, yeah. And I was just like starting to feel low and I was like wanting to just reset. Why do you feel you were choosing these crazy men one after the other? Ooh, I'm still trying to figure like that out now. That's like a part of my, um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to like figure stuff out now because, you know, that's another thing. Like while I was out here, like 
it's a lot of distractions. There's like so much stuff to do and you never really have to like sit. I never really had to like sit with myself. I was just like out every night. There's so much like call to just like be outside and like doing fun stuff and like working and like bartending too. It's like you're out and when you're working, you're drinking and then you're out and stuff. And so like you never really sit and like reflect on uh like yourself or why you do the things you do or like are all these problems because of me you know and so Mm -hmm. like yeah I'm figuring that out like now like why do I choose like lunatic guys almost exclusively and like you know whatever other issues I make for myself were you going to like therapy and shit uh it's that's on my list I like (laughs) I had some other stuff I like I moved, like, when I moved out of Oakland, I it took me a minute, but I stopped drinking, and that was, like, a little patch to kind of, like, um, yeah, I stopped drinking for so a while. So, you don't drink anymore? mm Okay. For six months, I, now, I don't, I haven't drank. Okay. Um, I started school again. Mm-hmm. But, too, when you move into a town where you don't really know anyone, and you, you stop drinking, it's a lot of time, like, sitting with yourself and, like... Yeah. I mean, all you did, you moved like across the bridge. Yeah, I know. I'm like, like, you moved to another fucking state. I know, but it's like enough to where like, uh, it's inconvenient for people to come visit me. Like even across the bridge, like no one's coming down. Like, I'm just going to say hi. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, it's far enough to be inconvenient. I feel like living in like born places like that. And I don't even think Marin, you said Marin, right? Yeah. I don't even think Marin is that born because I mean, you. It's just a different type of of partying. Like out here, I mean, there's bars and shit in Marin as well. You know what I'm saying? There's restaurants, but it's just a different type of, like, I don't think there's like a beauty bar in Marin or, or a, uh, uh, what's that? Ruby room. Ruby room. Like yeah. the, you couldn't find a Ruby room in Marin, I don't think. But there's all, there's dive bars in Marin. They're just not on the level as. Yeah, there's no like I, radio like bar. There ain't people doing cocaine. Yeah. Like, just sitting out in, in the fucking lobby and shit. Yeah. Like people are doing cocaine, but they got to be like, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in different They're doing places. it at, at their house. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Marin's like cool because it's like, beautiful there like there's like Mm. well it's beautiful here too and there's like but there's a lot of nature and stuff Mm. yeah there's still a scene but it's less enticing there than it is here like i was living downtown here and like you know you could just walk outside and get into a whole have a whole night how long have you been living in around uh almost a year now yeah are you originally from the bay area uh yeah yeah i'm i'm from sonoma county so okay mm-hmm. i like how was growing up in sonoma for you um it was cool i like yeah it was cool i lived in petaluma which mm-hmm. is like a little like it's getting bigger now but it's like a farm town it was a farm town it's like chicken and eggs and stuff. both parents mm-hmm. what's your uh ethnicity uh my mom's Irish. I'm half Irish. And then uh, my dad is, well, my grandpa is from Guatemala. And then my grandma's from Nicaragua. So mm. then part Guatemalan and part Nicaraguan. Okay. Yep. Um, so you said both of your parents were in your life, right? Yeah. I, I love them. I moved out when I was really young, but like uh, now that I'm older and more mature, we got a good relationship. Well, were they, were they strict? Uh, no, they like, 
I was such a shithead when I was a kid. Like they couldn't even be strict because I was like just um I was like a monster kid. Like I mm. I was like I was like the worst. Like I had so much energy and I was getting kicked out of like every school. Like when I was in junior high, I got kicked out like of like three schools. And when I was in high school, I got kicked out of school. Like what were you getting kicked out for like fighting or something? Uh no, I didn't really fight people until like high school. Junior high. I don't even know why like the administrative people hated me so much. I was like like Oh, you knew. <laughs> I just like <laughs> sassy. I didn't they, they, they didn't hate you for no reason. Dressed bad. I was like a little hoochie twelve year old and um like bad grades. I didn't care about school. I cared about like smoke, smoking weed, smoking weed, drinking, whatever. They're like, she's a bad influence on all the other little 12 year olds. Mm-hmm. So I got, yeah, I just was were you like fucking with like high school kids when you were 12. Yeah. I always had like older friends. Um, yeah. I always had like older friends just trying to find like where the party was at from <laughs> as soon as I was like hitting like yeah 12 or 13 i started just you got like, siblings yeah i have one older brother yeah okay how old is he he's uh 29 29 okay yeah. were you guys close growing up yeah we both had our like yeah we both had like our issues and stuff that we were going through he like um yeah he like had some stuff that he was working through and i like was just a shithead like he was more introverted and i was like crazy and kind of like extroverted and so like Mm. we weren't as close when we were teens but now he's like my favorite person on the world he's like the sweetest guy he's Mm. i just like adore him now we talk on the phone all the time he's my favorite what type of girl were you in high school Just like a bad, I'm just a bad girl. I was like, um, in high school, I went to like the little continuation school and I was just like, yeah, just like raging all the time. Like I didn't care about school. We would just like would be out. Um, I like would always like, yeah, just out at parties or whatever. We'd go to like that place in Petaluma that like music venue that like Sublime died at after he played his last show there the Phoenix uh-huh. um, and there's like this like music venue where all these um, like Bay Area hip hop artists would come and play at and we'd always be at those shows and concerts mm. and like in hindsight it was kind of weird because we'd be like hanging out and like there'd be like after parties and stuff with like these with rappers and stuff and we'd go and we'd be partying like after like the Sheraton and Petaluma. But in hindsight, I was like 15. I was like, dang, those guys are hanging out with like 15 year olds. And so, yeah, it felt cool at the time, but yeah. I was like, it. It's, a, it, it, it was, it's always crazy to me when girls, when you talk, when you ask them about like their high school years and they were like, Oh yeah, we used to, Fuck with grown ass man. I was sixteen. I was fucking with a twenty five year old and shit like that. And then you, when you uh, talk about, and then in the same sentence they'll be like, "Oh, I hate uh, like pedophiles and shit like that." I'm like, "Okay, record, well, you were did not sleep with any of these." Older yeah, I'm not, well, I'm not men. saying you, but I'm saying uh, I've asked girl women this, and in the same breath they talk shit about um, like other pedophiles and shit. But I'm like. You were contributing to that, this nasty shit. In the, that's the thing. Like someone said once, 
They're like the one with the greater awareness has the greater responsibility in situations Mm -hmm. too. And so like in like hindsight, you know, when like you're whatever age, 16, like you're, you don't know anything yet. Like when I was like 21, I was so stupid. Get the fuck out. Yeah. (laughs) When you were 15, you knew you didn't know that there was something strange about like a grown man chilling with you. No, I thought it was so cool. I was like, look at these art, look at these hip hop people. Like they're all like, you know, they have fancy bottles and like champagne and they have Mm. the telly. I was like, I can't even rent a telly yet. I'm too young. And then, like it seemed cool, but then you look back at it now, and it's like, dang, they were my age, and me now hanging out with like seventeen year olds. That's so weird. Like yeah. I would think that's so weird. Who were these rappers? Anyone I, famous? I don't know. I don't think they're famous. I don't want to like. <laughs> I don't want to like put anyone <laughs> on blast. No, there was cool ones like the ones that would play there, and um, and people would be around, but they would they weren't like kicking it or like, like mm. E-40 would come all the time. And so like, I met him a couple times and mm. he was super cool. And um, like Roach Giggs, does anyone remember him? Roach Giggs would always come. And um, yeah, they would have like all of these, like Taji Spitz was there. He mm. would have the tellies. Um, but there was like cool, Burner would come all the time. Um, I know what that is, yeah. Yeah, people like that. Did you go, did you, you mean you finished high school, right? Mm-hmm. Did you go to college after? Uh, no, not really. No. So I was like such like a shithead in high school that like mm. when you're getting out, no one's ever telling you to go to college. Like other kids, they're all like, and then you should start applying to colleges and like you should be in these after school programs to look good. And like nobody tells you that when you like are doing bad. Yeah. They're just like want you to graduate. And so, uh, and I was already like moved out by the time I like graduated high school. Um, and so I didn't go to college after, but I'm in college now. I went what back. did you, what did you do after high school? I, what did I do after high school? I graduated high school and I was dating this, like, this, like, super piece of shit. Like, this asshole guy. He was, like, so uh, mentally unstable. And so I was, like, in a, like, disturbing relationship after high school and so that is kind of like a blurry year transition from getting out of high school was it abusive yeah it was like my first one physically too. abusive yeah all the above it set the tone it set a bad set tone, tone for all of my choices later on yeah. yeah he was a piece of work he was like older than me he was a scum mm. but and you know it taught me like slowly how to get out of stuff like that like how long were you guys together? Uh, we did it for like two years, almost three years, two, three What years. was the final straw to make you leave? Oh my God. It was like, uh, well, he was like, oh, he was such a shithead. Like he like, w- he like broke his hand, like hitting the back of my head once. And I like still dated him while he had like a cast on. But the final straw, I remember it was like this big blowout in the Safeway parking lot in Petaluma. And um, someone, nobody jumped in and prevented it, but like they were all calling the police and like the police came. And I remember if, if you get uh, 
arrested for beating up like a teenage girl in a Safeway parking lot. The cops are not nice to you. And I remember people called the police and they came and they like hogtied him and they like threw a spit bag over his head and like threw him in the back of a truck and they took him to jail or the back of a police car. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. And then Did you I, press charges? No. I'm like, what the hell? I was like, I'm just going to get out of here. And so I was like, um, bounced out. I was like, I'll quit my job at the Papa Murphy's, which is where I was working. <laughs> and um, then I got a job in Point Reyes because I was like, no one can find me in Point Reyes. Like, I didn't even know what that town really was. And that's mm-hmm. where I started working. And um, so I like uprooted my life and then like went down to that weird little coastal town in Point Reyes. And I like just worked full time there. And so that's what I really did after high school. I like... Mm-hmm started working at that restaurant and it was like my first restaurant job and I was a hostess, but I needed money because I wanted to get my own spot. Um, And I was working like so many hours and then I like worked my way up there and I was like, became a server and then I became a bartender and the supervisor and eventually I was the general manager there. Mm. So you always had jobs in like the bar food service industry? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So what brought how did brought you to Oakland? Uh I well I was living in Roner Park, which is like another little shitty town. Mm-hmm. Um and You're like a you're like a Rolling Stone, aren't you? <laughs> and then I just kind of wanted to get out of there. I remember like I just felt like you know, I get like uneasy and want to like you yeah, know, it seems like you can't stay in one spot for long. Huh? Yeah, so I was like, what else is going on? And I was like bartending out um, in Point Reyes. And I was like, I want to, yeah, I want to just like see more. And then I just like, because it's like, you know, when, I, when you're like single, I have no kids. So I was like, I can move wherever mm-hmm. I want. And then I went to, moved to Oakland. I got a spot like right downtown. I loved my spot. It was like right off 17th. And um, yeah, and so then I just moved to Oakland. Just mm-hmm. Because, like, I wasn't doing anything else. <laughs> okay. So one of the reasons I wanted to sit down with you is uh, music, right? When did you start making music? Uh, well, I've played the guitar since I was, like, a kid, like a little kid. Mm-hmm. And so I've always played the guitar, and um, I've always, like, been like outgoing like wanting to like sing in like little public places like all like I did all my talent shows in elementary school just like singing my dad had a band uh, mm-hmm. my dad plays the guitar and he's always played the guitar he has a he had a band and so he would come with his band and I would sing in the whatever the little shows so your dad is the one who got you into it mm-hmm. he bought me a guitar when I was young and I'd watch him he never showed me guitar but he would just like play it in front of me so I had to go figure it out on my own but I've played guitar forever so you never took like actual classes or lessons or anything no yeah. um yeah so I've just always played guitar and then uh I like have been writing songs I've just been like writing for like a long time time and they slowly like whatever i was writing turned into songs mm-hmm. um have you ever put any i mean because i see you on social media you do like little 
songs and shit, right? Little performances in your rooms or whatever. Do you ever, have you ever recorded like an album or EP or anything? No, I've never like, um, t- like, put too much focus on turning like music into like something bigger at this point. Cause it's like, it's just what I love so much that like, I would never want to turn it into something where I'm like trying to make it into like a career. And I like have to like try to pump songs out or like anything that would take the joy out of it. Because it's like my favorite thing in the world is like writing and playing the guitar and just like mostly writing songs is my favorite thing in the world. Mm. Like, so yeah, I do it like because I love it. And so I haven't taken it to any other level yet. What do you mostly write about? Uh, I always like, honestly, whenever I'm like going through it or like I'm sad, I'll like write as like, um, oh, you know, as some sort of way to like get the feelings out. Mm. And so all my songs kind of turn out to be kind of like bummers. They're always like about whatever. Heartache and pain. Yeah. Just like a lot of of pain. And so like, that's, yeah, that's what I write about because it's kind of like, you know, therapeutic. And so it, you know, turns all my songs into kind of... Do you think artists, do you think artists should go through like some type of downfall in order to create good music? Uh, because like, for example, like Taylor Swift, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think Taylor Swift has ever went through any like crazy. like crazy shit or death in the family or an abusive relationship or she was like depressed, like had an eating disorder. I don't think Taylor Swift ever went through some shit like that. So that's why all of her music is all like that, that old happy-go-lucky white girl Sun is shining, leaves are brown, that type yeah. of shit. Ooh, okay. I have like a good answer for this, I think. Well, I have a lot of thought that I put into this. Because I think there's like two types of like artists in music and mm-hmm. like she's one of them. There's like musicians and singers who are just like talented. Like she can just sing and she's never been through whatever, but she can hold a tune and like... Yeah, I don't even think she could sing that. Oh, really, I, I don't know either. I'm sure she can though. She was like in the mic. I don't know. But there's some artists who they don't have to go through stuff. Like maybe they were just in choir in high school and they came from some little rich town and they have like pipes and they can just sing. Yeah. Or they're, So there's artists who are just like natural talents and they don't have to go through whatever. They just are like good at singing and they can like play the guitar and they're just like can get far with that. And then there's some... And I think I fall into the this category. Like, I don't have, like, natural, like, musical talent. Like, I'm not, like, some good singer. If I, like, can get a good recording of me singing well and not be off pitch, then that is, like, a blessing because I am not, like, some natural singer. And mm-hmm. I can play guitar really well, but for someone who's played guitar for, for, for like, 15 years, like, I could be better at that, too. <laughs> um, but... The only like what kind of glues it together is because I have like you know some shit to say, so it's like I think that that's like a good form of music too because it can like some people can be like, oh yeah, like or like because of my experiences, I've like can put some like shit together poetically. And so, there's two types there's people who have something to say and like whatever a story to tell and that's nice to listen to and then there's people who are just good at singing and that's nice to listen to give me two example uh, give me one example of each that you listen to uh 
um, like people who are just like an artist. Give me a, a, an example of an artist that of those two examples that you just said that you that you listen to. Mm, okay, I'm trying to think of somebody who's just like a good singer, like who's popular right now. Um. Uh, because I, I feel like everyone I listen to is somebody who's just trying to like say some. Oh, okay. So I like that. There's like that that, um, like everyone likes Billie Eilish, right? And she like I remember I watched her. I was watching an award show. It was a couple of years ago, and she just won like every award. I was like, dang, she's just like winning every award. And like she, you know, came from like a music thing, and I, she's just like a good singer. Like I think if you like stripped it down and put her on a microphone, she can like sing well. Yeah. And so I think she falls into like that category. Billie uh, Eilish of being just like a good singer, like not having like you know what? she doesn't have the troubled past, and but oh. she just like is like a technically good at singing. Yeah, but she writes all her songs though, and they're like depressed, depressing songs. Yeah, uh, yeah, but they're so all something's about, going on in her fucking. Head. I guess I like so. Like, I feel like I saw something about her writing process where, like, her brother, like, does a tune and then she just kind of, like, hums it until, like, words start coming out. She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, she, you know, whatever. Okay. And I understand so, that, yeah. And then... You, so, you're, you're saying that she's just... She's a good singer, but what she sings about, that's not really her life. Or, wh- or what she went through. Well, no, I think she sings... Well, she sings about, like, how some boys hurting her feelings, too. And, um, and that hurts. You know, okay. uh, so Billie Eilish. Okay, I'm not knocking her. Maybe she's been through. I don't <laughs> know her background. I was just trying to think of like a popular good singer, and she's like good. And then other people like, hmm, I don't know whose background I. I really like this little hip hop dude from Brooklyn called Coda the Friend. Mm-hmm. He's like my favorite right now. And he, uh, yeah, like he has so much to say. And it's like, who knows if the guy was is like talented in any musical way, but he's talented. He's a rapper. Like, the way he tells stories. Yeah, he's like a hip, mm. like he's like, yeah, he does like hip hop about, but he just has so much to say. Like all of his songs are like really like full of content. Like mm-hmm. it's just like, there's like no like like some hip-hop artists have like a really catchy hook that like holds the song and then Mm. really like you listen to it and you're like damn that was only like two short verses and then you really like wrote out that hook that's catchy for like whatever and his are like just full of content because he's like so much to say and he can like put it together in a way that is like musical do you think it's hard uh well do you struggle to write or is it easy oh my god no i like i um no, I like write a song like every day. <laughs> I like Yeah, so it's easy for you. There's so much yeah, my brain just like and it is like disruptive, honestly. Like mm. I like will have other things to do or like need to do homework and then I'll like think of like these like two lines and then I'll like sit on the floor with my guitar and then I'll like have to keep going and then I'll get all like in it and then I like will sit on my floor for like two hours and I'll like I'll be like dang I had like other shit to do but now I'm just like sitting here and I can't get up mm-hmm. and now it's like four o'clock and I've just been on the floor with my guitar like for what but I needed like the song to come out and so what's your your writing process do you do you do you just uh do you come up with the words and then come up with like 
the beat or the guitar or whatever, or do you start just start playing guitar and then you come up with words based on what you're playing? Um, usually like the lyrics come first and I'll try to like practice like little like ditties or little like on the guitar, like some sort of rhythmic like tune or something. So I have it ready if, for when like a lyr- the lyrics come, you know, because mm-hmm. it's usually they're separate. I like write guitar separately and then, but um, my writing process always comes like, I never sit down. I'm like, I'm going to write a song. It's always like I'm driving or some inspiration comes. And sometimes from like another song, like someone will like say something and I'm like, huh, yeah. Like, and I'm like, uh, or like, oh, someone will say something and I'll just get inspiration from a random place. Mm. And then it'll like tumble into a song. And then I will go home and I'll like try to find like a guitar, like a chord progression that like goes with the song. And then I just like play it over and over again. And then like usually like I'll write a verse in a chorus or something and like a month later I'll write the next verse. After you make the song, do you uh do you have to like do you record it right away or do you just have a bunch of like a notebook full of shit that you just write and haven't even done anything yet. Yeah. I just have like notebooks full of stuff. And that's why, like, that's why I started posting them on Instagram because I, I, um, like, I just, I have all these songs and I write guitar to it and then I can like sing a whole song I wrote. And then I just like live alone. I've been like very in my solitude these, like this whole year. And I'm like, it's unsatisfying to just like write a song and then write all these like guitar parts to it and then just like play it for like you know and no one hears it except for like me and then like my neighbor who shares a thin wall with me who has to hear all my whatever Mm -hmm. but it's so I like started posting it on Instagram just because I'm like I need a place to put this like I need some like I just need a place to put it like I need I want like anyone else who cares to just like see it and that's why I I was thinking of making like a separate Instagram to just like post all like songs and like poetry and stuff on because I don't know if everyone on my current one really cares about that stuff. You should, you should do it on TikTok. <laughs> on TikTok? Yeah, I think it'll go uh get more views on TikTok. Oh really? I don't have a TikTok. I like Yeah, that's why you should you should create one. Okay. T- TikTok is I never I hate tic- I hated TikTok and then randomly I just started to tic- uh, started a TikTok and then just started putting my um like little clips of like podcast interviews and then I would post uh, a clip right on TikTok and then uh like a day would go by there'll probably be like twelve views views and then. I'll check again two days later and there's like 3,000 views. Oh, sweet. So, like, it's, TikTok is weird for some reason like that. Like, you'll post some shit and then out of the blue, there'll be like 10,000 people who saw it and shit like that. I was oh, like, God damn. Maybe I'll do that because I like, yeah, I want like a separate place to, to just like dump it all because it's like, I don't want to like bombard, like accost all of my poor like Instagram followers. Like, mm. my neighbor's mom doesn't want to see like me singing about like jail and like heartbreak and stuff. Like, mm. they don't, so yeah do you do you think uh someone can call themselves an artist if they don't share their art to the world uh, like uh like if if bob dylan right never put his music out just kept it inside do you think uh <laughs> do you think people will, do you think he should call himself an artist 
uh, yeah, like like technically, yes, he will still he's still a genius. It's just like you know, a but shame, how will we know though? A shame. It's like a tree. If a tree falls, like no one hears it. Did it? Did it fall? Wait, what is it? Did it make a noise? <laughs> um, like it's like. But how will we know though? Um, how will we know Bob Dylan is a genius? You just if we didn't hear his music. That's the thing. Only Bob Dylan would know that he's a genius. Exactly. And um, that's yeah. Then that's how. So that he's means just, nothing. Like, working and working and and that would be like you know. I can say I'm the greatest basketball player, but if no one sees me play basketball, is that really my title? Yeah, no, like, and I guess, well, it's like, but you know, but no one else knows, like, I don't post all my stuff, whatever, but it doesn't mean that I'm not, like, an artist myself, or I'm just, like, spiraling in my room till 1am writing a song and, like, playing the guitar till my fingers bleed. Do you call yourself an artist? <laughs> uh, I, like, call myself a creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm an artist because I make art, but I, don't, I guess I don't share it. But I write so many poems and I write so many songs and I write so much guitar and that's art and I create that. So I guess I'm an artist. I'm just a shy one at this moment. But. You never performed in front of anyone? Oh, no, I have. I like, you know, but in like in modest ways, like at like a dive bar, like open mic or mm. like at a <laughs> open mic in some weird little town or something. Has anyone ever approached you like, oh, we need a lead singer for the band? Well, no, because at the little places I go, like there's like one little saloon out in Point Reyes and it's like this tiny little saloon dive bar. It's like such a dive bar. Uh And when I... And I've done like open mics there and they like know the songs I wrote, but it's like seven people, but they're like, play that one song. And like Mm. the bartender will be like, Mia, you got to go up and get the crowd. But so it's like, I don't put it out there enough where like, I've like, you know, even really been able to network with other artists or anything because it's just not, I haven't put it out. The last song that you wrote, what was it about? Oh, (laughs) I wrote this funny song like, well, it's not funny. It's sad. Um, uh, about <laughs> it makes me sound a little crazy. Um, I like started writing it because, like, um, it was like I got inspiration because, like, someone was like sitting and they were like telling me about how they started like praying and like it made stuff like happen for them and they're like you gotta have faith and like whatever and then I, it gave me inspiration for a song because of that conversation and like the song is like like the first hook or the first line of, I was like lately I've been praying but I'm afraid that it's too late and then I kind of go off but then it gets mm. kind of like unhinged and I start like this is a song saying fuck God no not at all not at all I'm just saying that like I think it's too late right now with all the things I've done and seen to like whatever but um and like you know then I start writing about like I the next verse is like I spent the evening in a jail and the next morning in a church because I don't like to learn my lessons until they really start to hurt mm. um but that was because I like slept in a jail cell and then I had court assigned AA meetings. And so I ha- was in a church the next day. And mm-hmm. so I like really was in a cell and then like in a church. And so that's where that line came from because yeah, I was like, cause it had these like, won't get into it. 
but um yeah, these what DUIs? Yeah, well, I had a little I had a little um uh like a little record going cuz I just could get a little rowdy and it all accumulates and then when you get in trouble for something they look back and they're like, "Oh, you've been in trouble for mm. a couple of things related to this." But now I'm on a good path. Not drinking, <laughs> minding my business, staying inside. Um, you know, drinking, when they say you get drunk, it just brings out what you already are. Yeah. So, if so was this the alcohol or well, was it just really you, your real behavior? If I, um, I, um, well, I'm already have like a lot of energy and can be a little like. Were you fighting people? Wild. No, I'm yeah. so sweet. I don't, I've not fought since like high school. Mm. I like, uh, I, um, I like love girls. Like women, I have like no issues with women. I'm like a girl's girl. Like I make friends with girls quick. I like even like tough girls, like. I love girls and I make friends with them. I don't have any reasons to fight. My mm. beef is with the men. My issues and trauma are with like the guys I've met. <laughs> and so I don't fight girls. I love girls. Women, they're the best. Mm. You know, I'll get drunk and pff, yell at a dude. Like I'm, uh, get, yeah, I get mad <laughs> at men. And so if I drink, like, I get mad at it. Have you ever had a man, uh, I don't know, like treat you like with finesse? Like like try to like, you know, hit me with like nice words or something? Nice words. Uh, um, tr- I don't know, treat you like a... Every guy comes with... With like care and finesse. like... Oh, like a kind man? I can't even... Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. But a guy who had like game and was like, um, where you were real smitten over and was like, oh, he's just as sweet as he, where he touches me and like a care, like a, like a flower, treats you like a flower instead of like smacking you in the back of your head in the, in the parking lot. Uh, you know, I don't know if I've ever been treated like a flower, but it's kind of unfortunate because. I like ha- had like a rough like few partners at really early on, and so now like later on in dating, like I have like a hard, harder wall up. Like when we fight, I like am ready to. I'm like braced to fight, or like I like lost a little bit of a softness about me too. So mm-hmm. I like you know, I'm still like sweet. Like you've met, you know, we know each other, and I'm like not. Mm-hmm. I'm very nice, and um, that like so. But I have in relationships, like I get, you know, uh, cold fast. You're in a relationship now? No, I'm trying to like take a break from that too until I like figure out how to pick people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm. I've made some wild decisions. And so I'm like trying to hone it in (laughs) Mm. a little bit. What is a song? That whenever you hear it, you start crying. Do you have one? Mm, what is a song that when I hear I start crying? I don't like cry <laughs> much. Um, so. 
I mean, when I say cry, you don't have to be like bawling tears, like, but like your eye got water and you're like, oh shit. What is it like a feeling song? Okay, what gets me in my feelings? Uh, Do you have feelings still? I'm so full of feeling. Mm. Um, Somewhere. What's a song that makes me feel something? I started thinking of a Bob Dylan song. I was like, no, that's just because we were talking about Bob Dylan earlier. <laughs> um, oh, wow. I don't know. My my songs make me sad. <laughs> I bet you if I ask, what's a song that make you like angry and get hyped up? Do you have one? Ooh, okay. What gets me hyped up? Uh, mm. This is gonna come quick. Well, I still I thought it was like some like um I thought it was like kind of like punk ish when I was really, really young. So I still have like some old school like heavy metal music and like mm-hmm. some like punk rock music. And so I'll I got some of that, that to get me like hyped up. Like I'll do like some system of a down or rage mm-hmm. against the machine or like Something like that. That old 2000. 2000. What years was that? 2000? And like songs I go running to. Um, I have such like a, like a vast music taste. And then when you ask me on the spot, I'm like, dang, I can't um, think of it all right now. But yeah, I don't know. What um, genre of music do you enjoy the most? Uh, I really like like... um, Like, I listen to a lot of, like, women who, I guess they fall into kind of, like, like an R&B genre. Mm. So, I like, like, a lot of, like, R&B type music or, um, it just, like, depends. Sometimes I'll be, like, just, like, you know, on some surface level, like, wanting to, like, dance and vibe around my house and I'll listen to, like, some just, like, poppy whatever and then like when i'm like feeling like i want to like listen to an artist that i respect or something i listen to like some r&b or if i can like listen to some lyrics i like hip-hop and like i like um let me ask you this let me ask you this what's the best music to work out to to you um i like well i'll listen to that like hard like rock metal stuff sometimes mm-hmm. if I need to run really fast or like I'll listen to like you know some like hip hop where they're like talking about how they're gonna make it you know when they're like hey, talking about <laughs> whatever some fucking Eminem lose yourself type stuff. <laughs> no I can't dude every workout class plays that song they're yeah. like every warm up it'll be like alright ladies and then all of a sudden it's like palms are sweaty knees weak arms. they play that yeah. fucking song for everything yeah they play that for everything you could be cooking and they'll be like oh shit that was my thing like when I stopped drinking um like with my music I was like I feel like I write like cool songs like because I'm just like uh, cause I was just like mentally like a disaster and like had all these issues and I like had cool music come out of it and I was like what if I get sober and like my music becomes shit, like like how Eminem <laughs> kind of did, <laughs> like how he like his songs, like the Slim Shady EP, were like oh, yeah. crazy, and he was like just like nuts. And then it was like how he made it, and then he wrote like Recovery, and like mm-hmm. that was like oh, we were like that's nice, like that was good music. 
that he wrote, but no one wants to listen to that. I mean, well, that happens with, I think, every artist because you have your whole life to make your first album, right? And you're broke. You don't have money. So the shit that you talk about is like some struggles, some shit that everyone, the average person can relate to. You put that album out, boom, you send ten you sell ten million records. Now you're rich as fuck. You're traveling. You're going places you've never been before. You're with people who are billionaires and millionaires. You have the finest clothes, eating the finest foods, diamond jewelry and shit like that. So your second album <laughs> You're like, okay, well, I can't talk about the struggle anymore. So I got to talk about uh, fucking these supermodels and going to Paris and popping bottles. And that music uh, is not going to relate like the first one. Because the average person doesn't relate to going to Paris fucking a supermodel. Totally. Yeah. Like Jack Harlow first class. (laughs) I was like, but... So that actually gives me hope then because I'm like, my sobriety is not going to thrash my music. I'd have to make it for my music to get stale. <laughs> um, and it hasn't too. Being yeah. like sober, I still am like just as unhinged as I was before. Mm-hmm. So, What is a good, what music do you listen to when you want to relax? <laughs> oh my God. Well, I always have like these weird like I always have like weird background music going at my house of like some weird like um like birds chirping and I'll do, fireplace. Like, I'll have like jazz and stuff. No, I always listen to these like lo-fi like hip hop instrumentals like in the background and I like real like dorky like when there's like some like anime like little setting like moving around and there'll be like some like track going and it'll be like six hours of like this like anime field and like some jazz mm. and that's always going on in the background. I like always need a little background music. Do you, are you the type to, that needs music when you have sex? Um, no, no, there's like never. Are you like listening to Metallica when you're um, doing a grown up? I feel like there's never music. There's like, <laughs> I feel like this, I don't know, like, um, no, I definitely don't need music because it's like never that like good of a setup where someone's like, let me put on like the record player or whatever. That sounds chill though. But like, no, I feel like I'd be lucky. I would think it's so thoughtful if someone like put on like some playlist or something, mm-hmm. like had YouTube on without the ads and like put on something. You, know? <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't find it weird that he has a, a sex playlist already set up? Oh, actually, you know, queued like, up now to... you ruined it for that guy. I would have been like, that's so nice. But now I'm like, why do you have? this why do you have this queued up already on this exact song mm -hmm. you gotta have no ads though because you can't have like all of a sudden like while you're having sex that's where i fuck up at those ads people (laughs) people ain't gonna pay yeah (laughs) you're not gonna pay yeah i'm not paying a youtube but play a playlist yeah yeah you're right okay well if someone already has the playlist that's too much like preemptive like yeah the best thing to do is just like uh, pick a pick a, a artist and then just let YouTube randomly select, like, oh, Google Play Jill Scott or some shit like that, and then you'll have like a whole playlist. Music during sex is like a 
like a delicate thing though because it depends where you're at with it because you can't like put on music and then like it's like your first time and they're all singing about like love or like deeply loving you or something because then you're like oh no like you never said i love you during sex in the first time <laughs> no <laughs> safe to say i'm not <laughs> so i don't know if i've yeah no that's never slipped out mm. i mean i wouldn't uh if someone said that to me I mean, I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't even take it seriously. Yeah, no, it's I just like it's it just like you're saying. I feel like people when they have sex, they just say shit that they don't really mean anyway. For sure, I learned that at a young age. I'd be like, "Oh my god, he loves me and he wants to have many babies." And I'm like, <laughs> "No, that's just what they be saying." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you can't take anything people say at that. What's the word? Precoital. Can't what? take pre-coital Pre-coil? words. Post-coital. Isn't that the uh, technical know. term for it? That's a new one for me. <laughs> I don't even know what the word you're looking for is. I think that's like, never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to give definitions, <laughs> but yeah. What, um, if you can build, if you can build your super, like, artists, right? And take little things from each artists like i'll take whitney houston's voice i'll take chris brown's dancing skills i'll take michael jackson's style like you know you understand what i'm saying Ooh, if okay. you can build your super artists i'll keep chris brown's dancing skills okay with them but for is this will this be a boy or girl artist i think it's gonna be a girl okay um and then i would take like I would take like, like Jesse Ray's confidence, mm. and um, I would do like, um, I would have like her being acoustic, and then I would have like, um, what else do I like? I'd have, I would, I guess, I would want like. Yeah, Jesse Ray's confident singing it, and then like hers, like playing the guitar. Maybe I'd want Jesse Ray's like aesthetic of singing it, but then it's like her doing like an acoustic vocals of it, and then like you're talking about her, the singer. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, confusing name. Mm. And then um, I like go to the friend that guy that I like the Brooklyn hip hop dude mm. writing the lyrics, mm. and then I'd want. Drake's jokes. Drake's jokes. I was like realizing his I was sense like, of humor. Why? Well, yeah, his sense of humor would mm. be fun to hang out with. And who else? I feel like I could be doing such a better job of this, but those are the people who are coming into my brain. And um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, I've been doing a lot of like Jesse Ray's. I've had I have a new appreciation for. I think it's like Drake's funny. Speaking of Chris Brown's dance moves, mm. and I was like watching the video. What is the song? And it was like, it's like a Drake song, like super old. With him and Chris Brown. With him and Chris Brown. They yeah. do like the dance off. Have you seen that video? Mm-hmm. I was like, he's funny. That's why I like him. He like doesn't take himself Yeah, he is a, he's a good ass artist. Yeah, he's just like funny. Um... Yeah, and I feel like being fun to be around, like, definitely is a helpful skill to have when you're, like, building anything. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. What type of uh, what type of artist do you want to be? Uh, are you happy with the the way you are now? That's what I'm asking. I guess if I was going to be an artist, like like I'd want it to just like stay really simple. I would love like a bigger platform to like keep doing um like just something really simple. Mm. Like I wouldn't want it to like, you know, sto- snowball into like any sort of like anything extra. I just like it's all about like the words for me and I think I'm just like more of a fan of like just like words are like my favorite thing and like writing and like poetry and like I just like love words like reading I like read so many books like watch my shows with subtitles I like listen to podcasts listen to books read poetry books write poetry write whatever write songs and that's like what it's all about is like what people are saying and what you're trying to say and that's like what's important to me so I like would want like the art to just focus on the words and not have anything extra that like takes away from that. Do you have an artist that you get inspiration from? Mm, I I'm like trying to be better at um well, I've thought about being better of like listen, going deeper into like the artists and like just listening to an album in full, like how they're meant to be listened to. But it's like, I just like, am always just like one song from this guy and one song from this guy and yeah. one song. Cause I'm just like always trying to find That's your music. generation. You guys have short attention spans. Huh, that is like, that is the trouble with it. Like I was like listening to this article about how people don't even like take in large. Um, like amounts of information anymore. Like nobody mm-hmm. has the capacity to just like read a full article. Like it mm-hmm. has to be like if you need to get a point across. Um, like you have to get your point across within five seconds. Yeah, you have to put like a big bold statement with like you know has to be like in a list mm-hmm. or something like really digestible. Um, and I've even thought that like with like I've written songs and like. I feel like all like the verse leading up to this is like so interesting, but I'm like, nobody else is going to get to the chorus. If the verse is so long, it has to be like 30 seconds that like into the punchline and then done. Cause that's all people can really mm. digest. And that's cool. You know, if everyone wants to. Why do you think uh, that is now? Cause it's too, too much information. No, it's just cause it's like social media and we all just like want to like something to make us laugh in 30 seconds and to keep scrolling on to stuff. And, mm. Which it sucks. It's all very short form entertainment when it's like, you know, so you got to keep exercising your brain and reading books and full articles and stuff and like watching full movies. Um, do you do you think music was better back then? Because people, when I say back then, I'm talking about like, I don't know, probably before like the 90s, the 80s. Shit, the 70s, the 60s. Do you think music was better back then because people took... Like, if uh, if someone would to make an album, they wouldn't make another album for another, like, one or two years because they'll spend all that time working on it, try to perfect it. And then now, like, people will put out an album. Six months later, they'll put out another one. And in between that time, they'll put out, like, random songs and shit like that. So do you think music was better back then because of that or no? 
Or do you think it's better now? Um, I think that it depends how hard you're looking for it to be good because like, you know, what's on the charts now is like some stuff is totally cool. And like, I just think back in the day, music was good because it's like it was more like raw. There was like less, um, you know, stuff to like there's less filler. It was just like mm. people don't write songs about what they used to write songs about. Like there's just like um, like the creativity was different back then. And so like you'll never be able to like. We'll just never have that type of music again. Like the music that used to come out back in the day was like special and it was special for the time. And there was just like different like amenities and musical like, you know, equipment. And so mm -hmm. I think it was like, it's not better or worse now or then, but it was really special back then. And like the things people said was like, what they'd write about was like so unique and, um, classic and i think that that's special but you know there's like really cool artists now and so if you take the time to find them in the genre that works for you i think it's it's also cool now what will people put you in what like genre um i guess like singer songwriter is a is a genre in itself isn't I think if you like go on Spotify, like you know, mm. a girl with like an acoustic guitar and just like writing songs. So, um, I'm not sure. I like, yeah, just kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> I take inspiration from like, it would be like kind of like a folky R&B mix mm. on the acoustic guitar everything's acoustic i don't have mm. an electric guitar so do you have any like songs out now that people can hear uh like, do you have a soundcloud with like some of your songs no again i've kept it very like so you never recorded anything oh my god no i did record when i was like younger some like crazy ass songs that I didn't put them out and I'm glad I didn't put them out because mm. I was saying too much on them. <laughs> uh, you know, no, but you gave me a good idea with TikTok instead of the second Instagram. So maybe I'll put it out a little more, but. Do you want go. to um, like go into a studio and record songs or do you, does that, that doesn't entice you? Yeah, no, I would like, um, I would totally do that. Like, that sounds awesome. It's just, like, I haven't... I've been, like... I've, like, been trying to, like, grow my career in other paths. And mm -hmm. I just, like, wouldn't want to put everything into music because I wouldn't want it to, like, take any joy out of it. Like, I don't want to be, like, I have to write this song. And then it's, like, I put all this into it and then people don't like it. It, like, hurts me and, like, you know, and, like, putting all my eggs into this basket of something that I love. It like, um, I just, I would never want any joy to get taken out of it because when I'm at like my bottom, like writing music is like what helps me get through it. And so if I like, if that became something unenjoyable, then I would have to just die. Are you, <laughs> <laughs> so you're, are you scared of, uh, I guess like rejection? Like if you play, if you put a song out and someone's like, oh, this is trash. No, not you'll, that. You'll cry and give up and won't write a song again? No, not that either. Because it's like, whatever. Like, people 
I'm not going to get offended if somebody doesn't like whatever, but um, it's just that I don't want to like, like put, I don't want to try to like grow my career into music and then have like, because when you start working for something, it can take like the joy out of it. And so I would rather have like my career um, grow in a different way and have like music always be like a hobby that's like authentic to me mm. and that I get to like um, just like keep and it stays sacred and like unique and precious and like nobody ever has any like <clears throat> sway on how I do it or... Um, I never have like a deadline of having to like write something like I always get to write my songs when I'm sad and then I like put them out when I'm ready and I don't have to put any pressure on myself in regards to it. It like will always stay therapeutic and special. And um, then if I have a job that's stressful or something, then that's like, you know, where I can go in my little like safe space. I just want to keep it safe. You know, I don't want to like. Mm. Yeah, because it's like if you love basketball and then you're like a basketball player, that's awesome. But then it's like, you know, yeah. your whole life becomes trying to be the best basketball player ever and not about just like playing basketball. Yeah, and, 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 at, and at some point, you're going to have to step on the court with someone else and play against them. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you can't keep playing by yourself. You got you to <laughs> go out. You got to go to the gym. With everybody else and get on that court. Yeah. And I'll play like, some five on five. I'm going to start putting my, I'll, I'm going to start putting my stuff out there more because I have so much of it and I have so much more like, you know, now that I'm not out all the time, I like, all I'm kind of doing is like in my house working on stuff mm. and all different. So I'll probably start like just making it more out there, but yeah. um, I'm not going to like give up on all my other stuff to try to be like a singer. Are you are you the type that doesn't go out because well can you go out without drinking? You say you don't drink anymore, so I'm assuming you say you don't go out either. Um, you you can't go out without drinking? No, I guess I can go out without drinking. I've just been like a real like I've just been really isolating lately and just like working on on stuff, but um no, I'll go out and I can go out without drinking and I like doing like uh, other stuff too mm. and I like still try to like be social and I can hang um, but yeah I'm just working on like you know I'm in school full time and I'm working on full time and I'm trying to make the bar program dope at where I work and I'm trying to like keep straight A's at, in my classes and I'm like writing songs all the time and like writing poetry and I'm working on this I'm studying like health and wellness and I'm getting my uh personal training thing all set up too and so mm. like i'm just always like i have all these little projects that i'm like trying to work on at home so i'm always like trying to just stay focused like mm -hmm. you know because yeah i spent a lot of time just out causing trouble and like you know <laughs> what do you what do you what do you plan on doing after you finish school uh well when i first started i was like focused on health and wellness and fitness and like i wanted to like I'm almost done again with my personal training certification so I can just like teach classes as like mm. a little side hustle while I finish school and then I'll have a bachelor's in health and wellness. Um, and at first I wanted to like work in health and do something along those lines, but now it's kind of shifting. And I think when I finish 
my bachelor's, I'll apply to master's programs in um, some sort of psychology program. That's dope. So that's my goal now. I'm just, yeah. I'm just like trying, I feel like I'm like trying to make up for lost time. And I have like just a bunch of things that I'm like <laughs> working really hard on now from all the time I spent fucking off and like. Um, yeah, I mean, well, everyone fucks off when they're <laughs> young. Would you change? If you can go back in time, would you change your life? Or what would you change, if anything? Oh my God, nothing. Like even this last year was like totally fucked. And I like got like, you know, I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't change any arrests or any of the weird shit I did or any of the dumb guys I dated. I wouldn't change anything because mm-hmm. I wouldn't be exactly where I am today. And I, you know, whenever, ever, whatever I was going through at the time felt like awful while I was going through it. But then it's like now that I'm like through it, like I've done some weird stuff and crazy things and it's like nice that i'm you know still here to talk about it yeah i always say would you rather go through all that crazy shit at a young age and learn from it and then be older or would you be young and not go through anything and then when you're older start doing crazy shit I'd rather go through that shit at a young age. I'd rather go through it too. Because you are, am I older? Like having known, I wouldn't know the knowledge. I don't want to be old and like, you know, having to learn the lessons I learned then. I don't want to be old in jail. I like, (laughs) I don't want to, you know. So I'm glad that I like learned it all now. And that's why like I'm excited to be like, you know, because I'm still young and I like know what I know. And I like, I'm kind of excited to see. You know, if things can swing so hard the other way and be so crazy, like, I just wonder, like, what things are going to be like now that I'm trying to, like, make them not crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Mia, thank you for coming on Everyday Celebrity Podcast, talking about your life, giving some, some young woman out there motivation to do what you don't do. (laughs) and that's released their art but hopefully we'll get that in the future um i would say ask you to tell the people where they can hear your shit but i mean if you want to promote anything right now or give out your social media so people can find you and follow you on your little journey oh yeah okay well hopefully i'll have a better platform for it soon but Mm. my my instagram is just my name mia quesada with two a's at the end um, the, no one's gonna know. No how one's to gonna spell, spell that. that. Mia, M I A. Yeah, Quesada, Q U E Z A D A, and then another A for my Instagram handle. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's it. Any last words? Um, if you just if you do dumb shit, just like make sure you take the lesson from it. Otherwise, you're just doing dumb shit to do it. <laughs> 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 Thanks for having uh, me here. This is Everyday Celebrity Podcast, and we are out. You.